the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Ron Geyer Roofing. The Bible describes events that will mark the last days or end times. 2 Timothy 3.1 says, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Matthew 24.44 tells us, Therefore you must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not expect Him. Bible teacher Ron Geyer leads us through Scripture that will help us to remain strong in the Lord. End Time Insights with Bible teacher Ron Geyer starts now. Hi, brothers and sisters. Hey, family. Ron Geyer with End Time Insights. Thank you so much for listening. Today is Sunday night. Hallelujah. And it's the first week of the new administration and things are happening. Hallelujah. I know many of you are disappointed and bruised and crushed and I'm going to address that at some point in this lesson. There are things I want to say. You know, on a personal note for Diane and I, because we did not put our faith and our trust and our hope in Mr. Trump, but we kept it centered in Christ and the Word of God, what has happened with President Trump hasn't affected us as hard as it could be. Actually, we're fine. We're excited. We're joyous. We're full of faith. We're looking forward to the coming four years if we happen to survive what's about to take place in America. But I got a scripture for you. I want to read it. Uh, Let me pray for you before I start. This is important. Father God, I lift up my brothers and sisters that are listening, that are open-hearted and open-minded, Father God, to what you're going to say through this ministry today, Father God. And first, I just want to speak peace to them, Father God. I rebuke any unrest, any fear in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I thank you that you are still King of Kings. You are still Lord of Lords. I thank you, Father God, that all things, believe it or not, work for the good of those who are called according to your purpose, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you are going to give us your insight and your wisdom. The Bible says a man or woman of God understands all things. We'll have our questions answered, Father God. We're not in confusion. We're not wandering around, Father God, not having any idea what's going on. What's going on is fabulous, Lord. What's going on is your perfect will for our lives. So we trust you. We lean on into our own understanding. But in all of our ways, we acknowledge you and you will direct our path. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So I've got some scriptures, and I do want to give you a big overview. (laughs) In five minutes, I'm going to give you an overview of the last 6,000 years and what's gone on since man's been in the earth. But first, the scripture. I love it. And that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we first believed. And that's Romans 13, verses 11 through 14. No, that's just 11. And that, that's right. I didn't want to use those other ones. And now, knowing the time, now it is high time to awake. If you haven't been awake in the kingdom of God, if you've been sleeping through what's been going on, A, shame on you, but now's the time to wake up. For why? This tells you why it's time to wake up. Because our salvation is nearer than when we believed. You know, we all believed that President Trump was going to be reelected. That was our heart. That was our prayer. That was our hope. And the truth is, he did win the election. He was elected, but he actually got it stolen. And that goes back to, it's high time to awake out of sleep. 
We slept. The Republicans slept. The good people, the patriots of America, we slept. We let Satan get way ahead of us. And now he's got his people in the places of power in authority in America. Now, there's been many discussions going on about why Trump, President Trump, lost. And uh, I've heard good people who I respect. I heard them say that, well, you know, he's a very proud man. There's no humility in President Trump and his arrogance has cost him and God can't use that. Well, that's mostly right. Uh, Yes, God can use it. Of course he can. I do not believe that's the reason. Uh, Others have said, well, you know, he really brokered some terrible deals with Israel. He armed the enemies of Israel with the latest aerial technology and bomber planes. And then he sold the enemies. He sold them planes. And he's really shifted the balance of power in the Middle East. And that's correct, too. And I would think that that would be a greater reason than the fact that Trump is an imperfect human being. And yet, uh, I'm going to explain to you why I think President Trump is no longer our president. But don't forget, if your faith was in President Trump, if your faith was in the conservative movement in America, you should be disappointed because they've suffered a huge defeat. But if your faith is in God, if your faith is in the Word, if your faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ, the leading of His Holy Ghost, then you're not really going to be affected by what's happened. If you are truly biblically literate, you will understand that just like Israel got its greatest miracles during its times of greatest tribulation, so too now is that opportunity in front of the church in America. For me and Diane personally, this stolen election, and it was stolen, that's beyond doubt, it has revealed to us even more than what we already knew, that the return of Christ is imminent. It is upon us. America will not survive four years of this Democrat-Communist rule. The CNN headline this week was, Biden changes America in an instant. Absolutely true. He has sent the message, America is now on a new course. In one day, Biden has already lost us 10,000 jobs by canceling the Keystone Pipeline. He has already cost us trillions of dollars through his decision to re-enlist us in the global climate community, the Accord. He has already opened our borders to the Muslims to allow Christianity to be overrun in America as the dominant religion. Never mind that the increased funding, which will result in the further increase of the murder of our children in abortion, all of the criminal investigations into the pedophilia and the child abuse against both Republicans, Democrats, the people in power in our nation, That's all going to be halted. Hillary and Benghazi are free from persecution. The Clinton Foundation gets off scot-free. Her crimes, along with the Obama, Brennan, Comey, the FBI, the judiciary, so many more, they will no longer face the scrutiny of justice. Truth be told, it truly was a wonderful first day for the followers of evil and corruption. That said, it's also a wonderful day for the Bible-reading Christian. I can say that because I see things differently than they do. I see things that they don't see, and I'm going to explain this uh, later on in today's lesson. I see things that they can't see. As the Scripture said, our salvation is that much nearer than when we first believed. Once again, Israel's greatest miracles came when they were under the greatest persecution. So, too, is that going to happen to the church in America? Persecution will increase exponentially, and that's okay. It's a sign that the church is living godly. So, where does the church in America go from here? There are many different opinions of what just happened, but what I want to do is I want to give you a five-minute overview of of 6,000 years of mankind in the earth. And I can do it. I talk fast. I'm real good. I got this down pat. Hallelujah. Number one, God made everything. He put man in a place of beauty, the Garden of Eden. 
Man rebelled against God. Man's relationship with God was broken, right? God made man. He loves man. He wants to have a relationship with mankind. He formed the nation Israel so that he could have an outlet for that love, so that he could demonstrate that love towards a people. Israel, they had their good seasons and they had their bare seasons. But at the end of the day, just like Adam and Eve, they too rejected God and God was forced to deal with that. He sent Jesus to repair man's broken relationship with him. Those of us who recognize we are out of relationship with God, we repented. We acknowledged Jesus came to fix that relationship and we enter into a new covenant created by and through the blood of Jesus. That's the church. The church then is charged with telling the rest of the world about Jesus and his offer of a restored relationship with Father God who loves us. But God knew that even though millions upon millions of men and women, boys and girls, would receive that offer, the offer of a renewed, restored relationship with God through what Jesus did, unfortunately, billions upon billions will reject Christ and that offer. Jesus will be coming back to judge those who reject that offer. That's where the world is heading. Those alive and those dead will be judged according uh, to the basis on whether they accepted Christ and his offer of a restored relationship or whether they rejected that offer. That is what judgment will be predicated upon. For mankind, the last seven years on this earth, the tribulation will be the climactic finish to mankind's story. And so there you have it. It didn't even take five minutes. The point is, things aren't getting better in the world before Christ comes back. That's my point. Okay, we are going downhill. God loves us. He loves America. He founded America on basic Christian principles. And for a while, we did fine. And there's always been pockets of Christianity throughout the 240-year history of our nation. And yet, we are getting worse. No matter what we do, we are heading toward the judgment and the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing will change that. Trump can't change that. Matter of fact, we had been sliding down quickly since 1929, 1930, 1928. That was the year we decided we were going to teach our students in public schools to no longer look at the world through a moral compass. Don't look at the world through the prism of what's right and what's wrong based on biblical values. We made a conscious effort that we were going to teach our children through the eyes of economic success. And of course, what happened right after that? You had the Great Depression of 1929. But we changed the way. We removed morality as the basis for how we were going to train our children. And we replaced it with an economic worldview. That was the start of our downfall. That was also the start of communism, making inroads and the long-term plan of communism for America. And we've been heading there since then. Downhill slide with our um, removal of prayer in school, removal of Ten Commandments from our federal buildings, the acceptance of homosexuality, the legalization of gay marriage, the abortions. I mean, we've been going down, 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 down. In 2016, God stopped that downhill slide by allowing and replacing an evil administration, President Obama's, with President Trump. We love President Trump. He was great. I've got him ranked probably number three on the list of great presidents. I've got Washington one. I've got Truman number two. And I probably have Mr. Trump as number three. He did great. We thought his reelection was going to be a slam dunk, but it didn't happen. So now, once again, we are fast tracking straight downhill. 
We've been, America, a shining light, a beacon representing freedom from tyranny for the world for the last 200 years. This is part of mankind 6,000 years old. The last 200 years, God has established America, and we were a beacon of light, representing not only prosperity, but freedom as well. That's why people came here. They'll tell you the American dream, yeah, we came here to get rich. No, they came here because they were fleeing persecution in their, in their country. They came here for the freedom that America was based on. This election had just signaled an end to those freedoms. Don't forget, the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, it tells us that those freedoms, they're not given by our government, they're given by God. So that is the basic principle of Americans' freedoms. The government cannot take my freedoms. They didn't give them to me. God has given me those freedoms, and you need to understand that. That's why I can walk around freely without wearing a mask. We went out to Olive Garden last night. We took our prayer group, 13 people. We went to the Olive Garden. We walked in there, no mask, no problem. You know, we had 13 people. We sat in two adjoining tables, but they were great. They were good folks. They served us a good meal. They honored us, and it's just we're not letting the evil dictates of the government intimidate us. If they had told me to put a mask on, I might have talk to them or preach to them or told them I'm not only defending my right, I'm defending your children's liberties. I mean, there's so many options and everything's an opportunity to preach Jesus. But they didn't. They just let us go in there. So we were fine with that. Hallelujah. But this election for many has signaled the end of those freedoms. And we can blame Hillary. We can blame Barry. We can blame the left. We can blame the church. We can blame the false prophets. We can blame the cowardly preachers. We can blame Satan. But at the end of the day, all of them have played a part in America's demise. God saw that we were going to fall way in advance, even though we hit the pause button by giving us, he hit the brakes, by giving us President Trump for four years as an opportunity maybe to right the ship. I don't know. But we had an opportunity. The church did not take advantage of that opportunity. And so we have lost President Trump. Uh, We are still heading away from righteousness. And it's We're heading towards what's been written. What's been written was not that the world was going to get better and better and better and better uh, as the return of Christ drew nearer and nearer and nearer and nearer. What's been written is that the world is going to get worse and worse and worse as the return of Christ gets nearer and nearer and nearer. I believe that's part of God's perfect plan. You know, the darkness, the brighter the light shines. And the brighter the light shines, the more the darkness is revealed. That's what the four years of President Trump has done. He did not drain the swamp. He revealed the swamp. And I believe that's part of God's plan to show us the difference between light and darkness. If you can't tell the difference between the platform of a Biden and a Harris, of an Obama and a Clinton, and between the platform of a Trump, you know, well, you should be able to now because so much light has been shined on the evil deeds of what's going on there. And that should help you at the end of the day and you making a decision. I want to be like the people in the Trump camp. I want to be a Christian. I want to stand for righteousness. I don't want to kill the babies. That's wrong. I don't promote sexual depravity. That's not what God said. I don't want this Christian overrun by Muslims, people that are bent on our destruction to bring us into a one world government. And we are being fast tracked towards that right now. Revelation 18.23, and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in thee, talking about Babylon, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all by thee. For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorcery Satan 
were all nations deceived. Did you catch that? By thy sorceries, the Greek word for that is pharmakia, by thy drug control, by thy mind control, by the use of drugs, by the medicating of the mind of Americans through demonic influence, through lies, by that all nations were deceived. And all nations, it includes America. America is not going to be a shining light that's returned unto righteousness when Christ returns. That's not happening. That's not what's been written. I know we faith folks, we don't like to hear that. You know, I have good, close people I respect, Christian friends, still holding out hope that Trump will get back in, that America will rally. Righteousness will be restored. Mercy and revival is going to take place in our very near future. They still are believing the false prophets who told them Trump would win. Where are the faith folks who think they can take scriptures out of context and believe that they can say anything and acquire anything that they want? Ignorant of what God said about the end times, praying and believing against the will and against the word of God. James 5.8. Be ye also patient. Establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draws near. Can you understand that? All of these are part and parcel to what's written that God is sending Jesus back. He is returning soon, imminently. It is coming That's the message for the church. It's also the message by the church for today. We need to undertake this assignment from the Lord. We need to tell the world that Jesus is coming back. Not to be slain this time, but to judge the world in harshness. Revelation 19.11 And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. I love it. And in righteousness, Jesus doth judge and make war. He's coming back because the world has rejected him. All nations have been deceived. It doesn't say not every every nation but America was deceived. It says all nations have been deceived. Many in the church think that we in the body, that we're called to fix stuff. They think that we are to establish God's kingdom on the earth. That's false. That's not what's been written. We don't fix anything. We don't build anything. We warn people of the wrath to come. We are ambassadors. God never called us to clean the pond. He said, I want you to fish in the pond. I'm going to destroy the pond. Second Corinthians 5.20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you when Christ said, be ye reconciled to God. And that's our message. Church, I don't care. Trump, Biden, Harris, I don't care. The message of the church doesn't change. We are preaching salvation. We are revealing sin, challenging sin, so that mankind realize, if I never told mankind he was a sinner, then they have no need for a savior. But mankind's a sinner. We don't want to give that message out. We think it's offensive, but it's wrong. You know, much much damage has been done to the church by the hyper grace message. Much damage has been done by the seven mountain sphere of influence doctrine, by the kingdom now theology, by the false prosperity gospel, and even by the word of faith message, which was expanded into the gospel of acquisition. We have created a God in our own image, which has little to do with the God of the Bible. We reject hardship and suffering and blame Satan for that, when in reality, God says, hey, I'm going to deal with you on my terms. That Those things come from God. You're going to suffer for Christ because God allows it. Hardship. God will try you in the furnace of affliction. We don't need to teach the negative side of truth, they say. That offends people. And the result is we don't know how to suffer persecution and we don't know how to engage in battle. We are here not to fix anything. We are here to represent the kingdom to the lost so that they don't stay lost. 
We are missing our opportunities. We are tooling down Dreamland Avenue, and God is trying to get us back on track over on Reality Road, where the real fight is taking place. Hats off to my church, by the way. They are making a huge commitment to win souls this coming year. I love it. That's been a a gospel call that I am hearing uh, quite prevalently out in the people that I'm listening to. God is really challenging preachers to preach the gospel, to go ahead and win the loss. So good. You know, that'll replace, hopefully, of the prosperity message, the gospel of acquisition. You know, we get so distracted, and we get so distracted so easily. We cannot see what desperate shape our nation is in regarding God. We see it right now politically, the the triumphs that Trump had accumulated. Now they're they're going to be taken away. They're going to be destroyed. The closing of the pipeline, that just cost 10,000 jobs. Signature of a pen, Biden, wipes out 10,000 jobs. These are real people with real issues. And their only hope at that point is going to be turning to God because the economy is going to go sink. It's going to go downhill. We're going to be facing a recession because of the policies of the Democrats. That's what I mean. We get distracted. You know, I love President Trump, but America doesn't need President Trump back. America needs Father God. Know this. We are special in the church. God has gifted us in so many ways. And I'm not talking about the carnal giftings. I'm not talking about your cars and your homes and your great jobs and your nice hairdo. You know, I'm talking about the greatest gift that God has given us as a church here in America. And that is the ability to see. Luke twenty one thirty one. So likewise, you, when you see these things come to pass, know that the kingdom of God is near at hand. He's talking about what things? Well, the things he said in earlier verses about the fact that um, there would be newfound persecution. There would be betrayal within the church. Uh, fathers and mothers being turned in by their children. That's happening. False preachers and prophets and the apostasy and many other things. But if we as a church refuse to see that, refuse to that, acknowledge that these things are real, they are happening right here in America, then we have failed each other. He's talking to the disciples here when he says that. And he says, note. When you see, we are supposed to see what's going on. The election, okay, stolen, yes, ungodly leadership replacing godly leadership. Okay, that's fine. As a Christian, what does that mean? What am I supposed to see there? I'm supposed to see an urgency to tell you about Jesus Christ. I'm not just watching for me. I'm watching for you. I'm watching for America. Why? Because the lost have a problem. What's the problem? Second Corinthians 4, 4. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, which is the image of God, should shine unto them. The reason I can see so clearly is because I have a different view. I have a different perspective. They're blind. They can only see as far as their eyes can see. Their sight is earthbound. Satan has blinded them to spiritual truth. They can only see the things of the earth. Their eyesight is so important. Their eyesight, their vision is limited to the horizon. Not us, though. Ephesians 2, 6. And God has raised us up together and made us to sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Remember, they're earthbound. They can only see as far as a horizon. We're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. I have a different view. I have a different perspective. I have a different vision. I'm looking down from heaven onto the earth. I can see so much more than they can see. Good news for them. We, the church, are no longer earthbound. But we are already seated in heavenly places. We see from a different perspective. We have a different vantage point. We literally have a different view of things. Where they see fear, we see faith. Where they see only hatred, we see love and forgiveness. Where they can only see lies and deception, we see the truth 
and the freedom. You know, it's like looking at a diamond. The earth, they see the diamond, they're limited, they can walk around the diamond and they can see the vision that's reflected in the different facets of that diamond. They can move and get a different vision as they walk around the diamond. That's not who the Christian is. We don't look at the diamond on the outside and get our vision. We have actually been placed inside that diamond. We're looking through the vision of what that diamond reveals from the inside out. It's like we wear God glasses in the kingdom of God. We have our vision already from the word of God. The Holy Spirit is revealing things to us because we're seated in heavenly places. I don't see what they see. They can't see what I see. And I'm supposed to be sharing my eyesight. I'm supposed to be sharing the things that I can see with them. I'm supposed to be telling them, hey man, God's coming soon. This election reveals that even further. I'm supposed to be telling them, you must be born again because I can see that you're lost. That is what my eyesight is telling me. I'm supposed to be telling them that God loves you, but you're a sinner. You need to repent of your sin. You need to get on your knees. You need to get before the Lord. Acknowledge you need a savior that puts an urgency into you that you should want to know him and know him today i'm ron guy we'll see you next week thank you for joining us for end time insights with ron guyer listen again next sunday night at eight on 100.7 the word where faith comes by hearing you can also listen to the podcast of this program by going to kkht.com If you would like to contact Ron, email him at gospelguy at comcast.net.